things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Friday, Dana McCool. All I'm going to say is sucky, sucky. I know, I know. <laughs> Folks, it's going to be interesting. Um, we got some wonderful guests. We do I, have wonderful guests. I, we'll get into some housekeeping really quick, but i like to point out that at this point in time, I think once you get to a point where you're on the show more than three times, you're a regular. You're, you're regular. And we got Miss Kim Short, a regular. <laughs> Over here, and shorty short, shorty short, and uh, with she's us. irregular. <laughs> no, 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 she's a regular, not irregular. Uh, and then we have the mayor uh, from Port Orange, Don Burnett, uh, uh, longtime mayor over the last seven years. He's been uh, done a lot of good things in, in Port Orange, and we're just going to go ahead and get into that shortly here. Also known and as an. As Anita's, Anita's husband, husband, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise known as Anita's husband. Yeah, I know. That's how I get told. Hey, hey, hey you see that guy? Here's that's Christina's husband. That's Dr. Muno's yeah. husband. Yeah, appreciate Mayor it. Mayor of an entire city, but I'm not even king of my own castle yeah. because you know my wife. Yeah. I know your yeah. wife. And you I know my wife. And I feel your pain, not because of your wife, but just I feel the pain of just being known as the husband. Oh, that's, that's the other half. Yeah, that's the husband. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, <laughs> she's competent, knows what she's doing. Yeah. She can run the castle. I'm a fan of Anita. So, anyways, with all that said, uh, housekeeping, folks, don't forget to follow us on the, uh, YouTube. We are at Smoking Truth uh, Podcast on YouTube. Uh, don't forget to go ahead and like, subscribe, and notification, all that. You'll be noted on, on notified on Tuesdays. Don't forget also to catch us on any one of the podcasts. We're on all the major podcasts. You can also catch us on um, Facebook as well, Smoking Truth. I'll go ahead and we'll get the link over there so you guys, mm-hmm. can, everybody can watch them over there. Chip, chip. And we're on Twitter at Smoking Truth. And we got the email. Folks, just go look at Smoking Truth Podcast. We're there. Yep. You can find us. Stop the BS. Or as... Mr. Barnaby likes to say, stop all the bullshitty people, all right? Um, Wait, who's that? Mr. Barnaby. Sharon? That's Sharon. <laughs> you like that? So the mayor had actually a good little voice there going before oh my God. Yeah, we got did. on the show. He yeah, had that. I've never heard He's that like, voice. That was, a, that was hey. a for Anita's ears only voice. Hey, he was a that, was, that was certainly not for public consumption. All right. I wanted everybody to know, though, so before we got on the show, he got up onto the mic. He said, hey, now. Yeah, okay. I was like, whoa, whoa, oh, my God. That's a good voice. Anita, come get your boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, listen. Lover, uh, lover, Who's your lover? Oh, oh my God. Be careful. I've been married 28 years. I want to make it to 29. Oh, boy. That's our thing, Mr. Mayor. That's our thing. That's that's our thing. It's code word. My lover is the intemperance whiskey rebellion. Uh, I like to go to it every Mm -hmm. once in a blue moon. I like it. Um, And I'm a little jealous of you, though. But anyways, I got a leaf blonde. We'll talk about my lover in just a second. I got a leaf blonde today. I had my Mm -hmm. coffee earlier, but today was a hot day, so I need some beer. That's it. Oh, and Elvis. Shorty short. Elvis. Who's your lover? <laughs> I am going with a Monte Cristo white label. I mm. like I like them. They're, yeah. they're good. Oh, good. Are you drinking? Are you like covert not, drinking? You're not, not day drinking not, today? I am not day drinking today. This is okay. my watermelon um, flavored sparkling water. I'm just being good. Okay. Oh, good. I'm going out tonight. Though. I'm going uh, out tonight. She just, you worry. just sounded like Miranda Lambert just saying, I'm first, going out tonight. First episode, she brings like this whole like bar, mini bar she with her. Does. She does. She was all like, she got the glass, she got the this. I I'm brought like, my martini with me, Don. I was like, here's my martini and here's, yes, don't uh, hit my martini. Yeah, yeah. I just do good. 
Listen, either, either one of them. Yeah, either yeah. one of you, Martinez. <laughs> I, I mean, there there were more than one. one. Yeah, yes, there was. there was a backup to poor. Yes. All right. Listen, okay. I want to talk about my lover. Who's your lover? My lover is a coveted, not released yet. I know. Pastania, Connecticut. I have been coveting this thing ever since I heard about production on it. It is finally here in the person. Uh, and this will be my first one. I'm saving it for, I, and you know I've not smoked a cigar. I've had probably five puffs since I was diagnosed. You because never forget your first. It, yeah, and so this one is going <laughs> to, this is my favorite uh, cigar Don's group anyway. going to have too much fun with this. I yeah. Listen, tell. we're going to get yeah. into it today. He's, uh, he's sneaking them in there. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. listening, I'm listening. Yeah, he's telling us not to get him in trouble with Anita. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling yeah, yeah, he's yeah. walking down that road all by oh, himself. <laughs> So listen, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get rolling today. Um, as my illustrious co-host uh, stated, we do have some great guests with us today. Uh, we talked about that. I want to talk about Shorty Short now being on the list of um, extremists in the state of Florida, oh, yeah. named by the Southern Poverty Law Center. And let me let me pre- let me extremists or terrorists? No extremists. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, extremists. Okay, okay. Um, but I want to say so this. Funny. Okay, yeah. I want to say this. Moms for Liberty yeah. were named as an extreme group now yeah. by Southern Poverty Law Center. And I will tell you something. This is not to shortchange the work that the Southern Poverty Law Center does because I'm telling you the people work tirelessly for civil rights. They work, um, have been working for a number of years for people that can't speak for themselves. And I understand how we got there. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't see, but there again, when you label groups, right, you can't label people. Um, Shorty Short's extreme, but she's extremely funny, extremely confident. <laughs> I was going you know yeah, to say, yeah, she's extreme she's on a couple of things. I yeah. agree with those. Well, Eric, yeah. you did say she's irregular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That was uh, a regular. Yeah, yeah, she's a regular. I'm a regular. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, listen uh, I got to get my rant out of the way before we get rolling. I want to talk about... The best fight in politics right now. Uh, this is better than Jersey Housewives fighting. Oh, and I want to say that uh, Randy Fine, State Representative Randy Fine, and your governor DeSantis have had a spat, a lover's spat. Oh, he's your governor too. And, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so the Brevard Zoo is not getting any attention. They got on the veto list also. One of two things happened. They really did have a quarrel. They did. Uh, Randy Fine made him mad, Uncle Ronnie mad. Um, or it's just to say that, look, I'm an equal opportunity hater, tightwad, don't get mad. So either way, but whatever. I just wanted to point that out. All right. I'm not going to talk about any other veto items. I have said that I'm not going to because one thing will lead to another. And I'm just going to be really mellow today. I'm not going to get right. into semantics. I am going to rant about one thing, though. That I told you I wanted to do last week, but I mm-hmm. let you, you know, you did Go your ahead. thing. So uh, I want to point out that um, there's been some challenges since Halifax Hospital's come into town, into, mm-hmm. into Deltona. Uh, a lot of it has to do with EVAC just in general. Mm-hmm. And it's felt, uh, Deltona Firefighters and the county EVAC. And so now I want to preface this first by saying I understand from the very beginning that maybe there weren't services that weren't, be, weren't being provided at that hospital at the time when mm-hmm. things were going, and obviously Advent is about three miles away. Mm-hmm. All right. However, since then, the hospital has expanded many, many, many services. In the meantime, Advent has also, you know, look, I'm going to just call it like it is. I've said it before. People know how I feel about it. I do not like the fact that they spent $17 million, whatever that dollar amount was, on an ER that's probably less than a quarter mile away from um, from uh, from Halifax. To me, that was just a ploy by Advent to go ahead and take patients away. Can I ask a question? Yeah. I'm, I'm being completely yeah. sincere when I ask this. Yeah. Okay. 
what happens to our capitalist Republican thinking? You can't have equal opportunity like Advent shouldn't to try their best to earn for their stakeholders. No, I just no, it's not that. I just listen to me. I said from the very beginning, if they wanted to put that ER on the east side of Deltona, which is growing, and you have you know Osteen's out there plus that, I said it made perfect sense. And if they wanted to build more around that, they could have. But to go ahead and put an ER right over there, a quarter mile, we all know exactly what that was for. Now I'm sorry, but it's BS. I'm not, it is what it is. And so I, but at the same time, I want to make sure that people understand and the Deltona firefighters and also the county evac, I want to make sure that we're being fair mm -hmm. because the numbers are being reported and everybody knows exactly. You can find these numbers and show how many um, evacs are happening every night mm -hmm. and where they're going. And when the vast majority are going towards one hospital knowing that we got one. So for example, I live in the South end of Deltona. Mm -hmm. If I get into emergency, I'm probably going to end up going and I, with Hey, listen, I get it. I'll probably end up going to Advent, which is fine by me. I could care less. Advent's done surgery on me before, and I, and I like the hospital, and I like a lot of the folks that are working for the hospital. They do great work. Mm -hmm. My point is, if you're living on that north end, it seems crazy that we're sitting here going from one way to the other. It makes no sense at all when they could be going to the ER right there at Halifax, mm -hmm. and that's my gripe. So, folks, Deltona Firefighters and County Evac, please take a look at this. You guys, there's no reason for it, bottom yeah. line. That's my yeah. rant for today. So. Okay, well, now you know, here's the thing, too. When, yeah. when the problem brought up it's your responsibility as a not yours but yeah. as a, go a government servant a public servant to investigate mm -hmm. right and just kind of figure out what's going on and i'll get i'll make a commitment to get into that yeah also um one last thing and then we're going to dive headlong for the rest of our time with our guest is that um i i have a friend mm -hmm. and that friend is david santiago okay and i rode rough shot all over his ass and I, you know, I stand by my commitment to my constituency to ask the questions and especially about his being in his appointed seat at yeah. the appointed time, right? I brought it up. I brought it up in a sensationalist manner the way that I do. I bring up everything. Everyone's an equal opportunity target, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I just do it in the moments. But I want to say this, yeah. okay? Because when criticism is due, I do that. But also when... Um, due diligence is due yeah. i do this also he has a long and storied history of public service you know and yeah. i think that that needs to be looked at but with that being said also he is a friend of mine i claim him as a friend i'm i'm honored that he's my friend right but if your butt's in a public seat you have to be accountable to your constituency no matter who you are i agree i love him and i called him and i told him he knows i did Listen. i called him and told him that i had poked at him and he said you like knocked me out basically you jabbed you didn't just well, poke listen but i'm just saying you know what i mean where one is said another needs to be I said will, also. I, I will say this going back to the comments that uh, they made about whether or not people should show up for public you know elected officials should be there for a public comment i think you asked me about it was before yep. when we had victor ramos on right yep and i'll tell you this if you are running for any elected office, when you get elected, mm -hmm. you show up. Yep. I don't care who you are. This is across the board to everybody. Mm -hmm. Don't sign up for something you can't be there to, uh, to be there for. You know what I mean? And so Wait I'm a just, yeah. So I don't understand no, I this. So are you saying that he didn't come to work? Like, what do you mean? He, well, he, there were, you know, he sits on the county, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, county no, rep, I know that. Right. Know that. But he wasn't showing up for meetings. Like, you know, he's not showing up for some for meetings. For regular county council meetings? Yeah. yeah. He Did we order a pizza? <laughs> no, no pizza here. Okay. That's hysterical. Yeah. So you're right. There is there, there is a long there is a long history there of him mm -hmm. doing his service and so forth. And I'm not gonna I'm not here to poke at um, any one individual. I'm just gonna say this in general because I see it 
I see it happen throughout the state of Florida, just in general, mm-hmm. which is, hey, if you want to sign up to be an elected official, you have to show, show up, up to the yeah. meetings. How many has he missed? It. And that means public, and that's also to the, with like the public <gasps> with the public comments right, section, right? We talked yeah. about the city of Daltona. He's missed four public meetings? comments. Public comments, you need to be there as elected officials. Simple yeah. as that. That's I'm there. I'm, I hear you. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. Yeah. I mean, you listen, it's been talked about. Uh, yeah. And here's the thing. It's going to cycle like everything else does and yeah. cycling. But, you know, we talk about it. We've not. We've talked about our friends before. We've talked about ourselves before. You know what I mean? And we just, we talk about it. It's a smoking truth. So there's that. Anywho's, um, let's get dive right in. Yes. Uh, Kim, I want to talk about some of the stuff that you're working on over the summer. And I just want to say, Anita's husband, I am so honored <laughs> to have you with us. You might regret saying no to that pizza by the time we're done. <laughs> but yeah. I'm surprised uh, she isn't right now. But since, I didn't have since, since she mentioned my wife, there is something that I wanted to give you. Okay. That's gonna might very well come in handy. Oh, boy. oh, might very well come in I, handy. I love, having, surpri- I love surprises. Having watched <laughs> many of these podcasts already, I know that you'll be using this little gift I'm going to give you. Okay. And knowing that uh, I'm, I'm married to, I'm married to, <laughs> and having been put in my place once or twice uh, by my wife, I know that now. you are going I am to need. Too. I don't even know what he's talking about. This roll of quarters. Ah! <laughs> there you go. Thank you, uh, Mr. Mayor. It's an honor. Mayor, I'd thank like you. Thank both of you. Yeah, for and she, she has some times where she can whip through those things fast. Anita, thank you very much. Yes. We appreciate it. <laughs> Shout out to Anita Burnett. Me. Yes, very nice. Thank you, Anita. What you got rolling on? Listen, Port Orange, you guys have done a great uh, job there. You're, um, I, I love driving through your through Don Dunlawton. You know, um, yeah. you've done a great job. Um, Not too many people say they like driving down Dunlawton. Don. Well, here's the thing: what you have for commercial uh you're listen you've got a good mix in port orange it is so, a good balance yeah. it very much is and trying to keep it that way is important there are a lot of people that uh, criticized us uh, a couple years ago when we uh, worked to enhance the medians and, and replanted mm-hmm. all the trees and everything but first of all we're tree city for a reason mm-hmm. and second of all while that was a very expensive median project people forget that we have one of the lowest uh, millage rates in all of volusia county and what's your millage uh, we're we're in we're in the mid fours. We've been okay. typically in the mid fours, but we've usually been in that lowest quartile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I will take that considering we don't have any beachfront property to mm-hmm. help us with our, our tax base. It is that business those businesses yep. we need to invest and in, reinvest in that business corridor. Mm-hmm. And partly when you enjoy, uh, you can enjoy that drive even when you're stuck in traffic a little bit, but you can enjoy that drive because it's a beautiful drive and we take care of that and we've reinvested that the property values of those businesses are enhanced by the things that we do publicly. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was one of the aspects of that. We need to continue to reinvest in them because they have invested heavily in us and will continue to. Mr. Mayor, um, I know uh, Dana's going to want to get into something else that I know impacts you know, all, all cities throughout the state of Florida mm-hmm. here shortly. But if you could, and if Kim, you want to comment on this as someone who's obviously, you're active in Port Orange, not just in Volusia County, but also in Port Orange as well as a resident. And uh, but Mr. Mayor, when you came in on uh, in 2016, because I know recently you, you all just voted on some stuff, some contracts, whatever. And I know there was some public comments you made about being efficient and effective mm-hmm. as a government. What have been some of the 
if there were any challenges when you first came on board, and this is not to knock anybody prior, please, but I don't want nobody no, to take that that no, way. No, this it, is just, I wanted to, uh, you identify some challenges when you first came in, some of the things that you wanted, you were hoping for, for the city of Port Orange during your tenure. Well, and you, you know, I'm a private sector guy. Yeah. I've got a master's in business administration from the University of Central Florida, go Knights. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, so we all on this council have taken a different approach to things. I've, I was, I've been on council since 2010. I had six okay. years on council before I was mayor. And I, I, I can say that if you go to an organizational theory class that uh, every business and every organization goes through different life cycles, yeah. good, bad, or indifferent. So there are leaders that fit in certain stages of that life cycle that will not necessarily fit in others. Some are adaptable, some are not. Uh, in 2015, when we hired Jake Johansson, we went through a t rough time in 2013. Mm -hmm. Jake uh, came from a military background. Uh, he was a good, effective leader. We needed to bring everybody back together. Um, and Jake gave us five terrific years. Uh, but our next focus is, okay, now we need to look internally. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been talking about Riverwalk for 30 years, and now we're finally mm -hmm. looking at on the verge of that $200 million investment that we're talking about. Uh, Wayne Clark uh, was a very instrumental hire in that expertise that he brought to us, and okay. his familiarity with Port Orange meant that we were not starting from scratch with a new city manager when Jake retired. Okay. So we entered a new life cycle. I think we hired the right guy. So part of it is identifying the leader that you need for the life cycle that you're mm -hmm. in. Uh, and then a lot of other things flow out of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, Wayne, I, and Wayne's a I'm great sorry. guy. Do you know Wayne? Do you know Wayne? No, I, I, so, I don't. So he was he worked with the, with the city of Port Orange, and then at one point he left to go up to he took a job as a in city North manager Carolina. in North Carolina. Okay. And they did some really nice projects and work up there. And I've and I've known Wayne because his son Ryan and my son Tommy um, were in the first grade together and did you know Cub Scouts through okay. elementary school. So I've known their family for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So it was really nice to have him come back. And I was very excited to have him be hired because he really loves Port Orange. And I love that he actually went away and came back mm -hmm. because he I think he came it, back with some great experiences. And I tell you what, he did. when he left for North Carolina, his, his son was in high school at the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. And his wife said, Melanie, well, stay here. well, good luck, Wayne. We'll see yeah. you on weekends. She did. Yeah. They, she never they never left. They never left. They never left. So when he came back to Port Orange, it was because he, he that's where his house and his family was. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And he's, a, he's a, he, their personalities are, are worlds apart, him and Jake. So like what you're saying, like he, they were just totally different approaches to everything. Yeah. But I think I, I like that he, he appears to me to take people's, um, uh, advice a little bit better. I mean, Jake, sometimes I, I like Jake. I'm not well, saying leadership that Jake, is not one size fits it's, all. It's not. Jake, you know, Jake has like a way of wanting to do things. I feel mm -hmm. like yeah. where it feels like Wayne kind of wants to hear your opinions on it. And he, he like lets it simmer. He's kind of like a crock pot. Like yeah. I, I can see his head kind of working mm -hmm. like that a little bit, mm -hmm. which I, I like that approach. Yeah. So, well, I mean, and, and, and I'll just, I'll comment on this really quick. And this is not obviously defend you know jake johansson by no means he's right i don't come to know jake he's a good man yeah but he has a much more of a military a little bit more of that military mindset i Absol think what happens well, that's his background yeah it, which is his it, background it's yeah. his background yeah. and, and he knows how to make yeah. that work for him so he does 100 percent. i think that's where the, i think that's where you have you know look jake i think came in at a time where you all needed somebody probably like him at that point and now yep. that this individual mr clark is back yeah. it's a shift to something different that mm -hmm. i think the, probably the city of port orange and maybe you all agree just needs now moving forward so and, and fortunately for me uh i 
we've got five diverse people on our council yeah. and, and have had for some time. But getting five very different people with five different opinions to come together at the end of the day. It's fine. And, and I say, God bless Dana you, because you got it. seven. Yeah. <laughs> you got seven. But you know, Dana's I, like, I, I wish I, it was only five. <laughs> we, we have public service people. Uh, we At one point, we had a, a retired police officer, a, a retired firefighter, mm. a, a, a teacher, and uh, and somebody else from uh, different public sector uh, backgrounds yeah. and i was the only private sector guy there mm -hmm. but at the same at the end of the day we had to come to a consensus on things whether it be tax rates or program thing we we added uh, we added ambulance service to our fire department and that okay. that, that, that time was controversial controversial but vital okay. and, and it's made a terrific difference and it's actually been revenue neutral actually slightly revenue positive the way it's been run but those things, we all had uh, different approaches to it, but we able to we're able to come to a consensus on things. Not not all five of us are completely happy all the time, but yeah. we realize that at the end of the day, we can't argue ad nauseum. We've got to be able to make decisions and move on. And frankly, we're not always right. We're not always wrong. We've got to be able to make those decisions, uh, and then when recognize what was good and what wasn't and and find it fix it and move on from there okay well, i'm so glad i got stoned before this particular episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my uh, god yeah. that's why i thought you were gonna want the pizza uh, i was like but she's stoned why what? is she turning away the pizza uh, i don't mr. understand mr mayor let me ask you a question if you had to and i will get yeah. to, and then dana you could fire away dana uh, what would you say is probably one of your biz biggest successes that you feel one of you, one of the accomplishments you feel that you're most proud of um, during your time as mayor? Ooh, that it, it, and if it narrows, if it's one or two, I mean, if it's yeah, two, that's fine. That's I, difficult. See, so, accomplishments, and I, I have hard time saying me. Yeah, because I, there, nobody does anything I big by themselves. I understand. Uh, so let me ask you getting let, getting let, our council to work together and, and accomplish uh, I, I can point to three right away yeah what so what are you most proud of you being the mayor working along with your other council members what are you most proud of two, one or two or three things that you're most proud of well I, I can look at Riverwalk in 2017 okay. we opened a 10 acre beautiful, park beautiful right place, on the folks. river they immediately place, became yep. the busiest of our 34 yep. parks right on the river from the day it opened so we, we got that open we got that done uh, I can take a look at uh, of course, the wreck, which mm. we just re recently reopened, that was for a long time just a basketball gymnasium, and mm. we did some other recreation things in there. You can go in there. We've got an e-gaming room in there. I, I, we've got a facility. Well, art house. Art house. Art is house now, is there. Art house got moved off of off a river, off a riverside, whatever the in a, area. In a and 1950s building. This that, little teeny tiny shack of a building that looked like was going to fall apart, and now it's attached to the wreck. So now they're going to work with like Silver Sands Middle School, okay. so that they can open up that back gate in the afternoon. They're yeah. working with um, with Mr. Inge, uh, Dr. Inge, yep. to Dr. see if mm -hmm. he can come on over. The kids can go right over there after school, which will keep middle schoolers. That's the way they used trouble. to do it before before the pandemic. Yeah, so, that, so it's similar. But that that wreck, it, it it's a four million dollar investment in, in our future. Uh, I don't care whether you're age eight or age 80. You don't have to be necessarily into athletics. I mm -hmm. want to give you something to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, keeping our youth busy is important, but uh, it isn't all Could you about say athletics. that again? <laughs> <laughs> keeping our youth busy is important. Yeah. It is. We've actually got the largest uh, athletic field program in all of Volusia County. Yes. We have over 5,000 participants in field sports. 
and not just kids of all ages. So, you know. And, and, and to add on to that, um, my understanding, because I went through the Port Orange University, is that they're looking at doing another outpost for Art House mm -hmm. um, over by Creekside Middle School down Airport Road, mm -hmm. which would mean that then our middle schoolers over there, it, you know, because we have two middle schools in Port Orange. So then they would each be able to have some activities for them, because that is a big problem that we have with, especially that age, that particular right. age group. They just, they vandalize, yeah. they get in trouble, they do all yeah. kinds of things. We've got to find well, things. Let me ask do. you a question. I'm going to cut the chase here. What are you going to run for office, Shorty? Short? <laughs> Why does everybody want me to, like, like serial run for office? Like, it's so funny. Like, that, like I have people walk up there like, what are you going to do next? Like, what are you going to run for? I go, is that all you think I can ever do is run for office? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Oh, you know my what God. Last, <laughs> tell me. Let me just tell you. Okay. What the last election oh, did boy. for me. Okay. What, what what did it do for you? I lost well, faith in like, yeah. I lost faith <laughs> in humanity. I lost faith in humanity. Oh my god. Last, because She's you so are one of the most I'm still I'm a, I'm a Taurus. We hold grudges. Okay. We hold grudges. Okay. That's why I work that's why I work well for the show because I don't hold grudges for long. I get mad and I'll stay I, but after I a while, really, I let it go. I called I him really today go. with blood in my eyes. Yeah, she called me. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I because he he's Listen, like I, he's like this is this I'm is like, my you theory. need to call me back on one night. Theory, you 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 give people you know the benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. and then you are watch you what they do. Are you doubting? And then when they do whatever they do, you just sit back and you're like, that's that's on them. Am I doubting about some people <laughs> who are in office about what they're doing? I mean, I, I extended an invitation. Yeah. You know, as I do everyone, every mover and shaker, I want them on the show. And I extended an invitation. Yeah. And, and it was it was rebuffed, I got to say. Um, it was not answered. Not, no, thank you. No, nothing. I make extended I, I offer. Will, I will tell you. Do you that, know what uh, that is? Uh, what's that? Smell fear. Oh, well, <laughs> that's the, didn't it come from a movie? I think, I think it came from a movie or something. Oh, what I'll tell you is that, I, listen, I... Wait a minute, I wasn't finished. Oh, I'm sorry, you know I'm, I'm sorry. ADD. I can't, sorry, you know I have to ahead, process it. We're trying to get way. her off the topic, so um, she'll move on from this. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we have, we have 2024 coming up, right? But also, uh -huh. Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mm -hmm. Burnett, you have announced your candidacy mm -hmm. as well. I want to hear about that. Okay. Well, I, I, I'd love to talk about Port Orange all day long and what's coming there. But if you want to oh, talk no, about we that. Will. We, we, we will. We will. We will. Yeah. We'll make time for it. Trust uh, me. We yeah. will. It, well, and that's what I was going to say. I am very passionate about Port Orange, and I would not be leaving Port Orange unless I had to. Mm -hmm. I'm term limited. Mm -hmm. Yep, that is At correct. At the end of 2024, I will cease to be the mayor, whether I want to be or not. Right. I'm not fond of term limits, especially if we have them in cities, but we don't have them on Congress. Uh, but just saying. No, I mean, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I, I think everybody should have in, term in limits, some cases, especially Congress. Yeah, <laughs> especially. It, the flip side of it is it does take choices away, yeah. also. But and I would like to see some things through. But that's neither here nor yeah. there. We're going to have new people come in, pick up, uh, hopefully, and run with the football. And I, I think we've got some great people that can do that. Uh, we've got great citizens involved in the city of Port Orange. And I know that we're going to be in good hands long after, um, you know, like I said before, it's not one person. Mm -hmm. It takes, it, 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 you know, it, there might be one guy sitting in the middle chair, one woman sitting in the middle chair. Mm -hmm. But Collectively, it yeah. takes everybody. That's to get more it done. than they have at the county. Just no, saying, no. <laughs> we don't we don't have any women on city council. I, listen, but I have listen. announced to run for county chair. <laughs> go ahead. I need no. a husband. No, you go. Okay, see. 
Here, you might be needing this in a second. Yeah. Just warming you up I there. Feel, I feel F words coming. It's just like I a matter like the, of minutes. You know what I feel like the mayor is good at doing? Like I'm just sensing something. He's good with building up little by little. And I just feel like Dana's got her head on, her hand on her head at the moment. The Dana's forehead. really calm like, today because, again, she's high. Apparently, let's yeah, let's she, say that one more time yeah. for everybody to understand. Yeah. Well, well, I, I, I'm, I'm very really grateful high. for that because I can get away with doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really high. People, I'm not really high. It is media humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a show, folks. It's a show. <laughs> right now, the disclaimer is running at the bottom of your screen. <laughs> yeah. Not really high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Mayor. You're running for county no, chair. I now, am so. running for county chair. Okay. So right. that, that that is something that uh, I I am passionate. I'm a lifelong resident of Volusia County. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am very passionate about not just Port Orange. Uh, I've had a lot of relationships uh, uh, with other elected officials in other cities. Uh, I was president of the Volusia League of Cities for two terms, so I've had an opportunity to work. Uh, you calm down on SB 102. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> it, oh boy. So uh, so. I, Th- that networking, that expanding, my mom and dad still my, did it again. My dad still lives in the same house that they bought in 1964 in Daytona Beach. So it, it we've got long-time roots, and, and I want to find a way to give back on a, uh, on a bigger scale. What, what's your, what is your kind of your why? Without So one of the things that Dane and I decided to do, like in last year we had a couple candidates on, mm-hmm. and we're not here to, you know, to go after anybody. I, I don't want to do that. I just want to... Want to know, what is your why for running for county chair, bottom line? There are some things mechanically that okay. we do very well in this county, and there are some things that we don't. Okay. But Tell me I, one of the things we don't do well. Well, we don't come together okay. collectively very well. Right. We've Fair got enough. a lot of good parts, but uh, col- uh, when I talk about Unify Volusia in 2024 as a campaign mm-hmm. theme, I mean it. Okay. We, I, I think we have a very talented county council. Okay. There may be some exceptions up there. Yeah. There, there are always. <laughs> yeah. But we're not marching to the same beat. We're not okay. on the same page. All right. And I, I'm, I, I would like to bring uh, my experience forward and, and see what we can do to bring that together. Okay. Uh, it would be wonderful if we can do some true visioning uh, <laughs> on large scale and a small scale, and maybe. Uh, see, uh, <laughs> And, and and maybe oh by the way not just put it on a piece of paper and put it in the back room you know let's yeah. go execute it but together yeah no I you agree know? I agree um, you said visioning and so that's a that was a funny. word that was a word we don't hear that often and Dana's you know Dana kind of she'll go off on it a little bit like it just seems like there is at times whether we talk about our city Deltona or the county or anywhere else it just seems at times there seems that a lack of visioning to your point, Mayor. And I think that's one of the reasons why she called. Oh, there's visions. Yeah. There are manly visions. Well, that's what there are. They're manly well, visions. Yeah. Oh, God, here we go. God. Wait, no, I, I, I want to understand that. Because what, what do you mean? Like, there's there's a different okay. vision that we would have. I don't, I don't, yeah, yes. maybe. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Not, let me, ta- let me well, give you an example. You're not talking about the type of visions that you get from taking something to fight glaucoma, are you? <laughs> I mean, not the, only, the only visions that I know that men have that I don't have are not appropriate probably for the show. <laughs> so, 
I'm trying to understand. I can't believe. So, okay. now, yeah, you can't believe. so now we know what happens when we invite the mayor of Port Orange and, and Kim with us. And things just start to fall off the rails a little bit. At this juncture, <laughs> yeah. listen, at this juncture, I am the most well person in this room. You probably and are. And that really is scary yeah, yeah, to me. Exactly. I just, I just really wanted to lighten to things up a little bit yeah. after the vision Nobody talk. has ever accused me of being well. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to start now. Yeah. So. Oh, boy. Okay, so right. three things real ahead, quick. Dana. Here's, here are my takeaways. First of all, I think that in order to build a better vision, a better unity, you must have input from different ideals. And I think mm -hmm. that, I, I, listen, I don't really rule in favor of entitlements. I think people should struggle and earn positions, right? Mm -hmm. However, with that being said, there is a certain mindset with an all-male county council, mm -hmm. okay? We have men from military backgrounds, hunting background, fishing background, attorney mm -hmm. backgrounds. It is very male-dominated. That's not a bad thing. Okay. okay. It's not necessarily a bad thing. However, when they did this whole uh, consultancy, strategic, goaling, yeah. visioning thing, that's why I laughed when you talked about visioning. The t biggest takeaway that I had, okay, first of all, it was cutting services, right? Mm -hmm. How do we cut services, Right. And how do we, and it wasn't so much about fiscal responsibility. It was about what can we cut, 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 yeah. right? The second thing was the, the next message was I'd like an ATV track. That was talked about by three different mm -hmm. council members, okay, all male. What I didn't hear mm -hmm. was about human infrastructure, right? I didn't hear anything about that. I didn't hear anything about education, where are we going with our quality of education? What are we doing? How important is it for our children that we're getting quality education, right? And any other thing, any other nurturing aspect that a woman's perspective might have brought, right? And I said to them, go talk to your, go talk to your families, go talk to your female families. And I, I, I just think that there is but what do you want them to do in like an education sense i think honestly dana part of that is that they feel like that's not their lane well listen I, we received we received a letter today i've been pounding on concurrency right yes and i will tell you this the position of the county is that it's not their their problem okay it is not their problem it is a human infrastructure problem it is a school district's problem okay uh about hiring people mm -hmm. so however this is get this again get passed along let's not talk about the solution but we're, we're going to state what the problem is i already knew what the problem was right mm. but we're not going to provide a viable solution to yeah. it right and that's sad to me that we play that game go ask mom go ask dad go ask mom and nobody takes ownership of the actual problem because the problem is and here's the thing i have a grandchild in school but my son is an educator mm. i don't worry so much about my son uh being a good educator or my grandchild getting a good yeah. education as much as I worry for other children. And I have a problem in the capacity that we keep continuing to cram more and more children into facilities where there aren't available instruction, right? Or teachers to do that. That is my concern. And if that's not on the mind of every parent, every educator, every school board member, like, why am I doing this? No. You know what I'm saying? I really feel mm. like the crazy cat lady at this juncture on this subject, but no, no one seems to really care about it. Nobody's taken up the mantle. So, with, you know, that being said, I'm mm -hmm. probably just going to like, okay, people, go ahead. But it's a part of a, uh, it's, it's a part of a whole problem. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. I, uh, let, me, let me I'm just sorry, man. Go ahead, yeah. add a little something to that right now because what Eric referred to is everybody has their fiefdom. You know, education's over here. 
county governments over here, city governments are over there. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to say, well, I'm accountable for this and I'm accountable for that. And I'm accountable mm -hmm. for that. Not ha at least having those conversations uh, with other entities is really restrictive. It, yeah. it can be because I might not be able to affect education directly as mayor of the city of Port Orange. Mm -hmm. But I do know that maintaining a safe city creates the environment for it. Mm -hmm. And you do have to have the uh, an, an enlightened approach to at least I need to do my part to help you do your thing. Yeah. Not simply because this is my thing to do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you, we, you, we, that's what I'm talking about, getting the moving parts working together. It's well, got to start I, with some of those I things. Think in, I think in Port Orange, one of the big things is that if we didn't have the school, I mean, let's face it, our schools are rated always in Port Orange, the best in the county. We got Overall, 10 of them. Collect, We've got 10 of collectively, them. Collectively, our schools are rated the best, whether yeah. I agree with the rating system or not. But I do think that, yeah, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, that's boy. another show. Yeah, it's yeah, another show. show. <laughs> but but um, I do think that um, if our if our city council, if we started to see things slide there, that you guys would all be really hot on it. Mm -hmm. Because you, you would be concerned that businesses wouldn't want to come there and people wouldn't want to go So you but know, here's go the thing. This is what I'm talking about. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Right. Collectively, all of the cities should be um, collectively worried about that. You know, we have Volusia League of Cities. I'm going to talk about that a minute because you're past president. Yes? Mm -hmm. Past president, Volusia League of Cities. What is the general mission statement for Volusia League of Cities? What do you think it is? Uh, to consolidate ideas to build a better county for Volusia County, getting That's, all the cities on the same page, basically, is condensed version. Yes? Getting, getting that uh, ability to collaborate, mm -hmm. being able to uh, work together and, and get people together that normally wouldn't be. For the betterment of what? Con yeah, the constituency, we're, yes? We're talking greater good. Yeah. For the yeah. greater good. Mm -hmm. But I no longer, as a, as a getting wearier by the month politician mm. for Deltona, mm. I, I don't, I no longer believe in that. After, after the passage of SB 102, and I'm just being quite real about that, after mm -hmm. the passage of SB 102, that attacked the very core, the very soul of what we do or we're supposed to be doing, to have that endorsed. And here's the thing, nobody took responsibility for it because I'm looking and I'm like, how did they do that? And the Florida League of Cities, how did they do that? But yet nobody's coming forward to say, oh, this was a good idea and we did this because of this. Everybody seems to be shying away from it, but everybody knows that this attacks our home rule as ha at its heart. Yeah. Well, and let me talk a little bit about sure. that more on the le the level of the Florida League of Cities sure. because I'm also on the board of directors for the Florida League of Cities. Okay. Um, SB 102 kind of came out late in session uh, to the forefront. Uh, it spends over $700 million on, supposedly, we'll see, it's funding several, $700 million plus dollars for uh, a, a topic that everybody it seems to be concerned about. You know, housing, workforce yeah. housing. It, it is a new and different approach. It, the, the problem with the league is, is that the league, generally speaking, takes uh, you, some of the components of it that I, I have a problem with. Uh, tell me that I don't have a say in what is going to be approved or not improved. Uh, uh, I can approve in my community. And if somebody wants to come in and rake in all these incentives, all I have to do to do that is offer a certain level of affordable housing. Why did we do that? Tell me, 
what affordable housing means. Nobody's quantified that. Exactly. No, because that's a different exactly. definition depending on who you're talking about. Uh, it, who or what you're talking about. This bill was written. This bill, listen, let's just be uh, whatever. I don't know Senator Pasadomo, uh, uh, but, you know, obviously Senate President getting this passed. I'm sure there might have been some good intention there. But there's going to be unintended consequences. And Absolutely. I can't believe that our League of Cities wasn't forward thinking enough to think about this because here it was just a love letter to developers. If you've really sit down and you've read all 95 pages of it and you've gone line by line with highlighter, it's repetitive. It is ingratiating to developers and it's like waving. It's bad money. It's That's bad forgetting home rule for a second which i'm an advocate of to, to begin okay. with the, the the one thing and this is the one thing i think the legislator who wrote this had in mind was how do we incentivize this i don't think it went far enough because the percentages of what uh, the housing uh, the numbers they have to be considered affordable in these projects for the incentives are given i don't think are high enough uh, I don't think it's going far enough to get what we want out of it. But I think that was part of the problem with the Florida League of Cities is the league itself, its members are based on cities and membership. Different cities uh, with different philosophies and different make are looking at this thing very differently. Some are saying, oh, this, with whether they know enough about it or not, maybe this can help me uh, and, and improve. Mm. The position of my neighborhood we need some cities need workforce housing more than others it, it, it I, I hate to use the word divisive uh because when you're talking about workforce housing we all need to address housing and frankly a housing shortage in, in this area uh, and statewide is one of the large reasons why housing has become unaffordable. Incentivize it, is, it another way rather than give away the keys to the city. Because now, like a city like mine, I was in my office today talking with planners and developers. Like, where are we going to put this? Oh, they can go right here. Yeah. They can go right here. Doesn't have, don't have to stop by us. Don't have to get permission. Mm. Don't know if it's in our comp plan. Doesn't matter. They can just plop it here. If it has these nice little letters behind it, they can plop it right here. Mm. And you have spent all of these years in your cities building comp plans that mm -hmm. are, are indigenous to your vision exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly and you have worked with your constituency and now this really only what is workforce housing are you going to tell me that like um two thousand dollars twenty three hundred dollars i think, is they, I think, they, I think they base it on like the comparable market rate and they go like 10 or 15 percent below that and so some are questioning whether or not that is truly you know if you want to use i would say no because yeah. i know one of the things that we are constantly talking about is how many teachers we know like single young teachers mm. that are living together um so that they can afford to to live i know my at my mother's school at west side she knows she knows a few different teachers there who are living together i'm going to so tell you can, I, that that encroaches on my day job because yeah. my day job is as a residential loan officer right. and as, you know there are different standards depending on different income level and credit and all that but generally speaking what we're trying to do is make sure that you're not exceeding 30 to 35 percent of yep. your income for housing and that is your household income yeah. but what is a household anymore mm -hmm. yeah. is it generally speaking on average it's 2.1 people mm -hmm. okay what is average yeah i don't have 2.1 people yeah. living in any house <laughs> in anybody who's applied for a loan for yeah. do you see what i'm saying not only yeah. that with with any the ridiculous way that we can't quantify this stuff is just like makes me want to pull my eyeballs out we never really get a true assessment of what well, we're doing and, we're flying and, and by here the seat we, of our just, just take a look at volusia Ponce Inlet, where the average uh, income is 70000 uh, uh 
go to uh, DeBerry, what's not far behind that, or you uh, in Port Orange, it's roughly 55, or you can go to uh, Daytona where it's in the 30s. Uh, it means something different mm-hmm. for every single community in this county, yeah. yet we all need it. Yeah. So th- this to me is not, SB 102 is not the end of a conversation, but the beginning of the next one. And that's what, what you're talking about, I think, is only one part of a much bigger puzzle. Here. I, I agree with you, Don. And I, and I was going to say that, but I was waiting because I wanted to hear everything you had to say because I know, Dana, you're really upset and you've been looking through it. But. And I'm also trying to figure out how we're almost three quarters of the way into this podcast and not a single coin has moved from her pocket. I, I don't know. That, that is, that's an, you that's know what I'm going to say that? Damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, All right, Don. I'm going to throw one in this shit. <laughs> Just to get going. So I think, I think though, <laughs> whenever we see legislation, it... It's never perfect the first time. It's not, I mean, it isn't. And it does take time for it to evolve, right? I love how she smiles at me. Yeah. So when, it, when, it's, when it's at this stage, okay, so we're going to figure out what the problems are. We're going to go back at it next time, right? Eric? I, listen, here's what I will tell you, that I think the, to the mayor's point, I think the story is still yet to be written fully on the extent of SB 102. There's rumblings that maybe they'll come back and, and do some other things. That'll be in conjunction. It won't be. It won't be as a direct relation to SB 102, but they're thinking about just some of the things they want to do. To what can we do to make it better? Yeah. Uh, in many ways. Um, Sometimes we so learn by doing. And so, yeah, well, and so they're listen. working on things right now. Yeah. I mean, and and, I, and that's the other thing. You know, when people talk to you about lawmakers and and they and they're like, oh, you got to you got to make sure you're up there when they're in session. I'm like, no, you make your appointments now. If yeah. you have things that you want to discuss with lawmakers. Go talk to them now because anything that fell apart that they didn't get a chance to go present or didn't make it through, they're working on that hey, right to, now. Hey, to your point, to your point. So one of the reasons why you know we do this show and why we enjoy it is to have that conversation. So even if she's mad about something or if I'm mad about something, we're having this conversation. But guess what? I know for a fact we're not the only ones. And to Kim's point, oh, heavens, no. folks, yeah. you need to be meeting with your legislators not just during session because it's crazy, it's wild, and it's just, it's really 10, 15 minutes. If you want to get some good time with your legislators, you, really, so that way you can Eric, explain tell, to them some say, of the issues. Tell yeah. the truth. If you're waiting until in session, you've missed the mark. Yeah, you've already missed you the mark. You may be yeah. able to tweak something, but this yeah. last session, if you waited to do anything while you're in session, yeah. besides go in there and work on building good relationships with them, because that's all you're doing at that point, and maybe yeah. tweak a couple little words in something or fix a little problem here or there little little real little yeah, there was a glitch that you came by yeah i came by with a couple little glitches and i'm like this isn't gonna work and we did we got some stuff whatever present like dealt with but it, yeah i mean yeah you, you, you can't really, fix anything I, in session i tell major. people all the time when they come up and this is one of the reasons one of the other reasons why i enjoy this is because i want to educate folks on how this process works it's not perfect by no means and she and i we talk about it all the time privately it's not perfect i don't care who's She's in been office so nice today I eric it's kind of creeping me out a little bit i don't i know i don't <laughs> care who's in office but one of the things i try to do and i tell people all the time I don't care from Lake County Volusia. I'm always here to help. I get people. I get other city commissioners who call me. Eric, can you help me out with something? I'm always here to help because what I want to do, I feel as part of my my job, my role is to do what I can to help out folks that I know that may not fully understand something or maybe just get a different take on it or, hey, take a look at this, read through this, and tell me what you think, and I'll take it back to staff, and, and we'll try to get an opinion on it as best we can. But the point is, is that, you know, you, you got to spend some time back home with your state legislators. If you feel passionate about an issue, I mean, and it's a wide range. And keep in mind, too, it's a wide range of issues that are coming before them. So I just want everybody to understand yeah, that. Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. <laughs>
<laughs> good old Webster Barnaby. That's uh, that's his nickname. For, well, no, it's not a nickname. It's actually the name of Sharon. So listen, I, I know it's frustrating. Oh, for I might be calling Sharon now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, you just called somebody for real. Dana, listen, I tell people all the time. You dial nine one one. Yeah, no. <laughs> she is my she's my dear friend, and she's my partner in crime on this show. And and we and I, she and I, we talk at least once a week, if not twice a week, sometimes about just whatever is coming. Uh, you know whatever issue comes up, right? And I know she gets frustrated with some of the process that happens. Listen, I'm in the process directly, and I can tell you right now that, that, I, get, that I get frustrated sometimes as well. And I have to be very careful on how far I go with my own commentary because I'm staff. I will just say this, though, but I, I'm here to help, and I talk to her all the time about it, but there is a reality that we don't always get it right the first time. I can tell you that. I agree 100%. But there are there are opportunities such as this to have those conversations to get, hey, mayor, can you have conversations with League of City folks, please, because we gotta do more or somebody else and so forth and so on. That was not me telling you mayor to go do that. I'm just saying that's part of the conversation. But in part of those conversations, <laughs> yeah. and I can tell you from talking to other yeah. people in different parts of the state, much yeah. less different uh, different cities, mm -hmm. is that everybody's got a different take on it. Yeah. So it, right now we're all in the learning stages about mm -hmm. it. So uh, whether it be the Volusia League or the Florida League, yeah. there are too many people that are uh, still trying to figure it out themselves yeah. or the then why did, collective if they, if they're board trying to form to, an opinion. It, but why the fuck did we vote on it then? It's <laughs> yes, more like it. I've been waiting. <laughs> oh fucking my, the 47-minute mark. Why did we? Jeez. Oh, my God. I knew that was going to happen eventually. Why did we then? Go that Dana. is so Go asinine Dana. that we did that before we were informed completely about it. We just said, sure, Volusia says yes to SB 102. Why did we do that? If we did not know, if we did not thoroughly discuss the unintended consequences, if we didn't talk about how it attacked the very soul of our home rule, why did we go okay with it? Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because okay. collectively... I've talked to a number of elected officials in this county and elsewhere. We're all not on the same page about that. One of the best Let's just ways, talk about Volusia. I don't want to talk about okay, other counties because we can throw I, that out. But this, Volusia County, this works we can rein that Volusia shit county. in. Right now, that's, oh, yes, go, Dana. The, <laughs> the, here in Volusia County, there are a lot of different takes on it at the elected official level because it all affects us differently and not all the elected officials I didn't see one and I didn't see one endorsement I, I did not and see one like endorsement or okay other than you which you made it you kind of paved a clear path for them like I think that you're a consensus builder and what I read from that you're I think that your response was kind of neutral like let me get into it. But I didn't hear any other elected officials. Mayor Chazé, who I fucking love so very much, who is the epitome of what mayordom should be, said it so succinctly. I can't believe that they can now lead the charge in here into my city that they have spent so much time, so much money, so much capital in mm. investing. And now somebody's going to come beautiful. and tell them how. It's beautiful. It, somebody's going to come and tell them now how they, they're going to arrange their and, city. A and, developer. A developer yeah. whose lobbyists have a lot more money than a small town. And that's how mm. that shit get passed through. And let's just talk about it. We talk about it all the time. The nasty, soft, white underbelly of politics. And that's what happened. This is a builder's delight. You know what I call it? I call it a uh, developer's hand job. Yeah. HB 102. You know, that's what yeah. it is. Well, or SB 102. And that'll go back to what I said at the Senate very beginning. That's that what that is. I'm not sure that what we're giving to developers, we're getting back. No, when, we're not. When you say that it, it, the number of ho uh, housing, and I'm still waiting for the definition of affordable because it's different depending yeah. on where you live. 
they're not even required to, uh, not even half yeah. have to be considered affordable. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to say more than half of the uh, of the development is going to be unaffordable? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what we're saying. Hello. Thank you very much. I know. Listen. I, 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 that's why I'm concerned about it. But I also think, Eric, to your point, mm-hmm. it's, it, let it be a work in progress. Yeah. Let's continue to work at it. Let's go back and find a way to make it work the way we intend I want to get back into because this. Yeah, I want to know what the, Dana, I, I get you're mad and it's where we are, where we are right at this point. But what do you think the solution is? That's what I want to know. The solution is that we stop cranking out bills to say that we're just cranking out bills because this is not consensus building. When we talk about really making change, when we talk about making it up at the Senate mm. level, the congressional level, we you have to start. You have to start local. That's how you yeah. build consensus. That's what we're going to do anymore. Because up at the national level, even at the state level, we're so richly divided. That mm-hmm. that goes without saying, right? Okay. But locally, if we can agree, if if Volusia, I feel like if Volusia would have said, "Hey, let's pump the let's pump the brakes," if they would, I feel like we were forced into making a decision. And you know, I'm going to tell you something. Whereas development is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've 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 become weary of that because right now I'm working on a project. The growth and development is my big platform, right? I I the more educated I become, the more horrified I I am at. I was riding down LPGA the other day, okay, going down, and I looked and there I looked at this sign. I started first of all, I hysterically you, you laughed and then I started on your hands when yeah, you took that drive too. Right? I did. Listen. <laughs> I started crying because there's somebody put a sign up that said whatever the dick preserve, right? And I'm looking. It is stripped. Mm. It is right across from Margaritaville, stripped, clear cut. What did you preserve? That encompasses everything that I need to understand about Volusia County development. No. As of 10, 15 years ago, listen, I understand that we're seeing the fruition of all of that planning. And everybody sits by and it's like watching Rome burn and you can't do anything about it because we've already said yes. Yeah. And... We we have to be better. Volusia County has failed its constituency. It has failed uh, our conservation efforts. It has really failed in a way. So when I talk about working local, that's what I'm talking about. You can't change anything at the state level because it's so it's so partisan, right? At the state level, you have to build it here. And there are so many things that we agree on. We come on this show and we agree on so many things when we talk to people from diverse backgrounds, mm-hmm. to different political leanings, whatever. But we agree on so much. Their children's education is important, right? We agree that we don't want to sexualize at the second grade level. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm as blue as they come, as liberal as they come. But you and I no, can. No, yeah, no, you're, you're really not, though. I really am. <laughs> I've met those people. They're, I wouldn't be sitting on a podcast with them. <laughs> Listen, well, that's fine, but they're people that there are people too listen, there are people too because i have the freedom listen listen and i still have the freedom even at the, all of that we work together he and i sit here civilly every week and every week i usually sign off with a fuck you ronnie or somewhere yeah. i work it in the show there you go okay. i work it in the show but but we philosophically agree on where to go it's just about not how to get there you know yeah. what i mean and i'm and i'm an idealist you know i'm an idea person i love hearing that feedback it's just enraging to see us destroyed at that level and be powerless and, and, and I what just you're, want, I just what you're talking about is important right. but instead of and we need to talk about those things but what we forget to talk about because sometimes we get combative about those mm. things yeah. is the things that we can do we talk yeah. less about Volusia forever and Florida forever we should be talking more about it yeah. mm-hmm. how do we preserve the Palmetto curtain yeah 
Port Orange bought 12,000 acres off Tomoka Farms Road west of our city that will always be held in conservation. Good. So that our, our reclaimed fields are out there. We have uh, mitigation banks. Do you hear that, we have, Deltona? We do those things <laughs> so that uh, 32 of our uh, 40 water well fields are out there. That will be there forever. It will never be developed. We need more areas like that. We don't, it, not one drop of our water gets put into the river. Yeah. The only way that happens is an extreme event, you know, yeah. stormwater mm -hmm. info. It takes a it takes a hurricane for from stormwater infiltration as a normal practice. That doesn't happen in the city of Port Orange. Yeah. Those are things we need to talk more about. Those things, what we can do, and so you know, sometimes it's easy to gripe about what we can't do. I, I agree with that. But Tom. we need to talk about more about what uh, we listen, can. I, do. I, well, that's I, what, that's where I want to be. Is that, like I get it. We're upset about whatever it is, but like I'm not that person who wants to sit around and talk about. Uh, but what I go saying, there. I want to talk solution. about what we can. I bring do. solutions when yeah. I when I bring up something on my dais. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I come with the solution yeah. in the go. can. This is what we do, and I be, I'm go. a believer in so that. So I want to yeah. I want to challenge because I also want to take a couple minutes. And the mayor, if, you, if there's a couple things you want to talk about with the city of Port Orange, definitely that that's coming that you think you want to share with folks. Um, I'll just say this: I want to challenge the Volusia League of Cities, okay? Because I'm everybody knows I am not opposed to development, okay, at all. However, I do recognize, and in my newer role working for someone who's looking at some of these things and just and the challenges and incorporating technologies and so forth i want to challenge the lucia league of cities to really start having these conversations of hey we're not going to try to be into development but we definitely want to take care of volusia county for generations to come and we got to be very careful because there is a i've told it before that whole there's a project out in by osteen area that i do not like and they want to put zero lot lines out there i think it's a horrible idea to put right it out there next to the school uh, yeah, next to Osteen, yeah, yeah, back in that area over there. And I think there's a lot of 10 and 5-acre families that are back there looking at it going, what what's going on? And there's sensitive areas back there. And it's and yeah, listen, I get it. around that school were upset because they were like, it used to be so beautiful on the back side yeah. of there. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so I just, I and so that's one area I don't like. And so I just, so Mayor, I'll just say this as someone who's on there as well. Just challenge that, to, to constantly have that conversation about what are we going to do to preserve Volusia County. And that may mean that some folks have to take a position of saying, hey, real conservation bottom and, line and it's not easy because yeah, we're know. we're gonna grow yeah we keep having we, babies we, have to grow. We, 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 we either grow or die no and no I, I don't I, I won't no. go gr with grow or die I but know, i'll say this either. no we won't i have kids my kids are probably gonna have we're gonna have organic growth of some sort mm -hmm. you know we, we've made the mistake of telling our friends up north what a great place this is to live so they want to move here yeah so we're going to have some growth on some level. What Now, what are we going to do with it? One thing that I, I've tried to do is when things come before me, what people don't realize is the number of things that people are allowed to build legally that don't need approval as long as they follow uh, follow the law. But the things that do, how, what are the compromises we make to make these projects less dense? Yeah. You know, and and that's, that's usually a guiding thing for me. But over the long haul, as we make less intense... Uh, what uh, do you create sprawl by doing that? So the, there, there's some philosophical questions that we have to uh, ask yeah. ourselves about the things. The, am I getting short-term gain for the people that live here now, but I'm, I'm making it worse 10 years from now? Yeah. So and that's those are the doing. things that we have to put on the yeah. scale when we consider uh, and, and, and we cast our votes. When you abandon, here's the thing. When you abandon the core of your city like Daytona did, they abandoned Midtown, Downtown, or Beachside. They abandoned all that, and people moved away. Right. It, that's what created sprawl. You look at LPGA now. Everybody wants to live out there because it's new. It's shiny. 
and, and everything else over here gets forgotten about. That's what I can't stand in a community. You know what it does? It spreads communities out, right? And it's just, is there a great bus route out there when we talk about comp plan? I mean, we could go on and on about it. I want to hear, we'll have this for another day. I agree with you. I hope that Volusia League of Cities yeah. will listen to this. We must take it more seriously uh, than we do. Tell me in closing, Mr. Mayor, about the wonderful, beautiful things happening in Port Orange. Well, today is Friday. I know this drops Tuesday morning, so I do want to put in a plug. Twice a year, we always do different outreach things. In January, mm. uh, we work and have a town hall and then leading up to the state of the city. During the summer, we usually have mayor-manager conferences. Uh, you'll hear this on Tuesday. It'll be the day before. We have a coffee with the mayor Wednesday morning. It'll be the next day from this at 10.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. And we're having it at the rec because we want people to come. Mm -hmm. We're going to have another one in July. We're going to do that one in the evening on the 21st of July at 6 p.m. So we want people to come. We want we'll come, you come to those things. We will talk about what we're talking about with our, our, our new floodwater master plan to replace the ancient one we had from 2004 we were working on. We'll talk about what we're trying to do uh, for traffic improvements. We'll talk about the things that are quality of life. Uh, we'll talk about, I'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Yeah. So, so John, come on can out. You, can you tell, can you tell us, so there were three things that, there were three things that we requested um, from the budget and one thing got vetoed. What was that one thing that got vetoed? Uh, what were the other two? What were the two that passed? One, uh, one of them is very environmentally sensitive. Is that we're, we need the redundant sewage line under the uh, under the river because Port Orange provides utilities, not just for the, uh, the city of Port Orange and 64,000 residents. We provide them for Daytona, part of Daytona Beach Shores, mm -hmm. uh, Ponce Inlet, um, and then unincorporated Volusia on that side. And it's very important. Ponce Inlet has done a great job of, of getting people off of septic and mm -hmm. on the sewer. And while there are a lot of great septic systems, brand new, a lot of ways of doing it, mm -hmm. there are a lot of old ones yes. too. So yep. I think that's the big problem with septic is not necessarily the new ones. New ones eventually become old ones, and yeah. not everybody well, takes care of them exactly. the same way. Exactly. It's because yeah. I don't maintain them more than so anything we're, else. So we need that line right. under the, uh, the river. We need that redundancy so that So that's sure one that, of the projects that did get approved. And that, how much money was that that uh, we got? We got, uh, we got two, $2 million for that one. Okay. Uh, there's another one's uh, infrastructure, but the, the one that didn't get approved was our sewer, sewer relining. Uh, and we're trying to step that up it, it's still in our cip it's still an ongoing program we we're trying to step that up with okay. additional funding so i think that that's important to make sure that we uh, that stormwater infiltration is reduced and things like that because the more we can take care of the water and treat it right and then put it in recharge areas uh it, it, so that it, it it can cycle through the way it's supposed to we've had our our, our you're looking at the clock. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we had our cup renewed. Uh, usually the, the state renews the uh, consumptive use permits yep. once every five years. Ours was renewed for 20 years because they like our plan. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. We're nowhere near... So, yay, Sysbaboom P.O., thank you so much. <laughs> I could go on for you hours. Could, you could Actually, go on. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me, I'll just say, I'll, I know we got to wrap it up. I will tell you that I really just enjoyed the show today. I really did. I enjoyed and, the show today, too. And listen, I am, I'm going to tell you this. We're going to come back. I'm going to yes. have you back. Okay, both of you back. Thank you so much for <laughs> joining us today. Um, I'll be talking with you about the other things. Okay, Shorty, I'll be talking with you about that. <laughs> Um, and listen, I am gonna, I'm gonna close this out. I am be following your candidacy closely. Um, mm. I think that you are good for people. I'm gonna be following your candidacy. 
<laughs> oh damn! Yeah, there we go. Cannabis seed. There is no cannabis. Coffee with the mayor Wednesday morning. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna start. No. I'm gonna start putting that out there. Candidacy for fun. That's uh, Kim Short for fun. I, that's it. Right Kim now. has always wanted to be dictator. I mean, president of the United States. Oh my God! So don't yes. start that rumor, please. We don't need any more of that. Uh, listen, last thing I'll just say, folks, don't forget to catch the mayor Wednesday morning. The show yep. will drop. We're going to push this out to make sure that a lot of Eastside folks, as we always try to do. So please engage Eastside folks because we're trying to get folks from the Eastside as well yep. um, for the show. So yep. please, uh, Mayor, mayor where's it going to be at again? It will be at the, it will be at the rec in Good. Port Orange, okay. in awesome. City Center. Okay, yeah. awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, please, everybody, watch the show, please. Watch the show. Um, thank you guys for following us. We really appreciate it. We have great people here in the county. Celebrate the county. And just remember, everybody... <laughs> He's like rubbed your head all the time. is important to you. It's important to us for that when we go off air. Uh, take care, folks. Take care. <laughs>the smoking truth podcast its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guest statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of mike and mike productions or the podcast providers and opinions between talk show hosts may differ it is not our intent to libel incite or hurt anyone's feelings we invite you to write the show's host dana mccool with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows these broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience